It's the most wonderful time of the year for football fans. Training camp begins. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee, joins me to give us a preview of what to expect. So many questions. Let's start with the offense, Wayne, uh, at running back. Big thing there. you got Ty Montgomery, and then what? Got a lot of rookies. Got a lot of young guys. You know, it's funny. Ty Montgomery is the uh, elder statesman, so to speak, in that room, but he doesn't have as much running back experience as those kids do. I mean, Jamal Williams has been a running back his entire college career. Uh, The same for Jones and uh, Mays. You know, these guys have actually more running back experience than Ty Montgomery has. So I I talked to Ty about that earlier this spring. It's been an interesting, um, you know, mix in there because Ty's picking up some things from them and then they're getting some information from him back and forth. So it's a little different dynamic. Is it going to be running back by committee, do you think? I think it probably will be. Um, you know, we'll see how how it goes. I thought the more Ty Montgomery carried the football, the better his instincts were, the better he looked. Um, he only got double-digit carries in one game, if I'm not mistaken, the Chicago game last year. So it'll be interesting to see, and I, I think that will be evolving at training camp. But it wouldn't surprise me if you have Ty Montgomery, then you have Jamal Williams playing a role as the downhill runner, and then maybe if you need a little quickness out of the backfield, maybe you go with the Jones kid, uh, you know, that type of thing. We've got some options at tight end. Marcellus Bennett, obviously, is going to be your superstar, but you got Lance Kendricks now, too. You're going to see some two tight end formations? Yeah, Marty is the big name there, and, you know, he he's a tremendous upgrade. Uh, not only is he the best receiver they've had at tight end since I've been here, um, but he's also the best, one of the best blocking tight ends in the league. And so this means you can do a lot of different things with him on the field. Uh, this keeps the defense on its heels because just because he's out there doesn't mean you're going to throw the football. Like, they would always flex uh, Jared Cook off the line. You knew he was going to be a receiver. He wasn't going to block anybody. Uh, same thing even with Richard Rodgers. But uh, Martellus Bennett is a, an excellent blocker. Lance Kendricks is a very good medium-range receiver. Uh, Bennett is a blocker and a big play threat downfield. So there are a lot of things they can do. More attrition in the offensive line. Lang has gone to Detroit, but you have a veteran presence that could take his place at least to start the season. Yeah, Jari Evans, they're hoping to get a year out of him maybe. He was better than expected last year. Sean Payton, the coach at New Orleans, uh, they had cut him. and They weren't expecting much. They had to bring him back on an emergency basis due to injuries. They got a good year out of him last year. Jari Evans, he's a veteran on that offensive line. He knows what to do. If he can stay healthy and play uh, good football as he did a year ago, they'll be fine in that position. But in the last 18 months now, they have cut an all-pro guard, and they allowed an all-pro guard to go in free agency. Uh, That's interior line play. Uh, We'll see what kind of an impact it has. But um, obviously, they're not as good as they were when they had Josh sitting on one side of Corey Lindsley and um, T.J. Lang on the other. Wide receiver Jordy Nelson, of course, is back. Some other returning veterans, and then a whole bunch of other options. Yeah, I I'm wondering how the bottom half of that receiving tier will shake out. Most people think they're going to keep seven wide receivers. That's a pretty high number, but they've done that before in the past. Um, I think for a lot of these guys, the two rookies they drafted, um, Malachi Dupree is a guy who's made some noise because he was a seventh-round draft choice. Had he come out after his sophomore year in college, many people thought he would have been a you know first-day pick, maybe second round. Um, but, you know, again, D'Angelo Yancey's a guy. Wisconsin fans know him. He tore him apart last year in a game against Purdue. But he's a guy who's uh, intriguing. And then you have Trevor Davis. He's the fastest guy in the receiving court. And I think they need that speed. Finding a role for him will be the key. On defense, you've got to get a pass rush. You have to improve this secondary. The two go hand in hand. 
Yeah, they usually do. Um, the Packers felt they had to get longer and faster in the secondary, and that was what they did with the first two picks in the draft. Kevin King is a long kid. He's almost 6'3". Um, he's you know a little on the slight side right now. We don't know how he's going to hold up on the pro level and man-to-man coverage, but I think he's got all the earmarkings of a uh, number one cornerback in this league. The question is, how soon will he have to be there? Uh, Devon House fits this defense on the other side, had a great first year at Jacksonville after signing as a free agent. Last year they changed their defense, went more zone. That's not him. He'll play man-to-man, physical up on the line. Uh, he's really maybe a number two or number three cornerback. And then you go into Demarius Randall. Former first-round draft choice, probably going to play more in the slot. Quentin Rollins, second-round draft choice, big training camp for him. Ladarius Gunter is the guy who really saved their bacon last year by playing a lot, but he's not a number-one cornerback, as we saw. So if he's out there as your number-one cornerback, then you know they've got problems in the secondary. And I think Josh Jones, the kid to watch, uh, he's a safety. He's faster than uh, Kevin King, um, but where they deploy him will be interesting to watch because I think you'll see a lot of him at inside linebacker. What does Clay Matthews have left in the tank? I don't know. I will see. I think if healthy, he's still got a lot to uh, give. I, there's no question in my mind about that. He can still be a Pro Bowl player. Nick Perry's another guy on the other side that needs to stay healthy. Beyond those two players, you have a lot of inexperience. Kyler Fackrell is a kid in his second year. They're expecting a lot from him uh, at outside linebacker. Do you realize we've talked Green Bay Packers for almost five minutes and haven't mentioned Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> that's uh, maybe the first time that's ever happened. <laughs> he's just such a given. You figure he's going to be steady, consistent, and one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. NFL. He's yeah. healthy. Year in, year out. And boy, he sets a very high level, but he's not quite at that high level. Everybody's wondering what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers. Um, but at the end of last year, the eight-game winning streak down the stretch, um, he was as good as I've ever seen him, and I've seen him real good. Uh, the run they made in the playoffs in 2010, um, the entire 2011 season, last year, the last eight games, nine games of the season, he was special. And uh, he picked that team up. He took a 4-6 and six team that was heading to 6-10. and 10. And he won eight straight games all the way to the NFC title game. A remarkable performance. Is this the best team in the division, do you think? I, you know, I think they are, but I, Gene, I don't know what they are uh, because I don't know how this thing's going to come together. We've talked about more X's and O's. We've talked about guys and, and how, they, you know, how they fit on the field. But what we don't know is how the leadership of this team will gel, how this team will gel. And that really is the final determining factor, um, how this team will come together. Why? Because uh, a lot of their core leadership is gone. Um, of their six captains uh, in the playoffs a year ago, three of them are gone. You know, Julius Peppers, Micah Hyde, T.J. Lang. Those were big personalities in that locker room and had a lot to do with the Packers being successful these last three and four years. So it'll be interesting to see who steps forward and how this thing evolves. I honestly don't know. Voice of the Packers, Wayne Larrabee. We know where it begins. Let's see where it ends. We'll talk to you all season long, sir. Sounds great.